Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast. We are back after a week hiatus where I just mysteriously disappeared into the woods to fight Craig and I won. Craig's a robot. (laughs) And he's still working for us. Still, Now he works for free though. Uh, (laughs) I am Jay Ringo. That lovely gentleman you heard was Delta. We do these things every Friday at 5pm Eastern on the Boink Network Discord where we are always joined by a whole group of folk. Here in the voice and text chat, text chat, and uh, you can bring your your thoughts into the text chat or jump in with your mic if you want. But hey, let's get this thing going, right? Today we got some news. I think Delta's going to be talking about some Boink development stuff as he is breaking into the development scene, and we've got some pretty big news actually. Thinking about it, but you know we got to delay, 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 stall, 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 Delta. I'm drinking tea. I'm not even going to ask you about yours. I'm drinking uh, chamomile tea is delicious let me tell you it is a nice shade of like this yellow green i got it from from my cabinet uh it's got chamomile in it i didn't put any honey in it oh <laughs> come on what do you honey got is the best sugar <laughs> is terrible you should never ever use sugar use honey only i didn't put sugar in it either it's just fresh naked tea well that's even worse <laughs> it's delicious you gotta always have honey in your tea well, what did you put your honey in this week? Okay, well, my honey is currently sitting in a fair trade certified English breakfast Oh, my God. Tea. Okay, <laughs> this stuff is the best stuff, all right? I, I, I went out and bought five boxes of the most expensive tea that I could find. And this company does the most expensive stuff. And also, I must say, this isn't the most expensive stuff that they have. I managed to find some tea that they have. They give 30 grams, which is about one ounce, for $30. That's one of the teas that they have, all right? But I have five boxes of tea here that I'm going to try over the coming weeks. Uh, and this one is an English breakfast tea. It's loose leaf, so it's not in a bag. It's black tea, quite obviously. Uh, it is ACO certified organic, and it is Fair Trade certified, uh, Fair Trade Australia certified as well. So I have the most legally abiding tea in the world. What does that even mean? Why is it thirty dollars? How can tea be thirty dollars for an ounce? Hey, 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 okay, yeah, this isn't the one that's thirty. That's thirty dollars for an ounce. This one's uh, actually a hundred grams. I can't remember how much that's an ounce thing. That's still the fact yeah, that they're what is okay. Just like shave up gold and put it in a tea bag. I'm gonna see. I, I might buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see for you guys. I'll order it sometime, uh, sometime soon, maybe, and I'll see if it is actually gold. But this stuff is practically gold in a box. It's it's brilliant. It's the best tea that anyone's ever had. It's come straight from T2, and I am not sponsored by T2, but I think they are a good Australian company. Um, and I have many boxes here, and you'll see me go through the boxes over the coming week. Well, I'm looking forward to it. My chamomile tea, I think, was like $2 for 35 cups of tea. So, <laughs> oh, you got me beat. Uh, yeah, saying 100 grams is definitely better than saying 3.5 ounces, Foxy. That is dead on. Uh, hey, I have to use freedom units. Some people are freedom units. <laughs> That's true. All right, cool. Uh, I guess we'll just we'll, we'll do the, the, the intro here. All right, Boink, let's do it. We got some news for you this week. Big news. Should we do the big news first or big news last? <laughs> I'm sorry. You sound like the best news presenter. We got 
big news. We got big news for you, boys. It's big game hunting season. We're out here hunting big news bears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you ruined it. I'm having too much fun today, guys. What do you think? Should we do with big news first or last? Let's save it for the last. All right, then we'll go through some project news. We'll go me, you, me, and then big news, I think. So I've got something coming from World Community Grid. Coming from their Smash Childhood Cancer Project. Uh, the Smash Childhood Cancer Project is trying to smash childhood cancer. Uh, they highlight that over the past 20 years, there's only been a few new drugs designed to treat childhood cancers. Most of them are over 25 years old. That's an old drug. Whew. Um, the uh, project itself tries to find proteins and other molecules that uh, play a role in childhood cancer. So it's a foundational project. It's trying to understand these cancers and what sort of chemicals, molecules, and proteins are used to you know, play a role <laughs> in cancer. And then from there, once you understand the disease, you can try to essentially what you're doing is playing with it. You're trying to manipulate it in such a way that it stops being a disease, right? So that's really cool. Uh, they have some new test work or uh, uh, new work units on the way. They are running some private alpha testing on the uh, work units. After that, they'll go into some beta testing, after which they will be public. Uh, the, the beta testing will be done on the World Community Grid Forum if you're interested in getting involved with that. Uh, and while they are testing these new work units, the team is busy at work. Uh, going over the old work units that have been completed and turned in. I don't know if anyone remembers, but a while ago, we talked about this FOX01 protein. Uh, that That's not actually a fox, but it's a great name because foxes are awesome and adorable. But uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> so they've been uh, looking into uh, the folks who did FOX01 uh, work units. They've got a couple other proteins here, beta-catenine, LIN28B, osteopontin, that's entirely pronounced wrong, I'm pretty sure, and PRDM14. Well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And uh, they are working on different ways to manipulate these proteins and receptors uh, so that they can, uh, you know, stop childhood cancer, smash it, if you will. Uh, they yeah. do remind us that each, each data analysis process can take many months. Uh, and they're just working away at it, which is really cool. They're also looking for additional research team members. Uh, I will just read this directly so I don't get it wrong. The research team is currently looking for an additional team member or collaborator to help prepare the input data required to generate research tasks or work units for World Community Grid. So if you're interested in that, jump on their forum, say you want to help, let them know that you know what you're doing, uh, and then get involved. So looking forward to those new tests work units geez they're not test work units once we get them so i'm looking forward to the completion of the testing of these new work units so we can crunch these new work units and smash a childhood cancer you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> Zach pop thank you i am foxy today i appreciate it <laughs> uh so that's coming out of world community grid keep an eye out for those new work units come from smash childhood cancer delta i hear you got something coming out of gpu grid uh, before I get to there, I actually found some extra World Community Grid stuff, but it's pretty quick. Um, Mapping Cancer Markers is now working on a new sarcoma work unit. So there's a couple new work units in Mapping Cancer Markers in World Community Grid. And in Help Stop TB, they welcomed a new team member who is helping the research from the project. And breaking news, 
I have not submitted a work unit result to World Community Grid in 71 days. <laughs> <laughs> Big sad. Just slacking. I'm slacking, but I'm not slacking because currently, what am I crunching? Uh, Einstein at home. Uh, Einstein at home. <laughs> Einstein at home and yo-yo. So I'm still doing my work. Don't worry. All right. All right. Anyway, back to GPU Grid. They have a new paper. And I have no idea what it's about. And this is probably one of the first times that I don't actually know what it's about. Uh, but I will tell you, uh, the title is Characterization of Partially Ordered States in the Intrinsically Disordered N-Terminal Domain of P53 Using Millisecond Molecular Dynamic Simulations. Or in other words... Gazzante! <laughs> yeah, in other words, they uh, are doing molecular dynamic simulations. So they're simulating the folding of the proteins. And they're looking at proteins that are not ordered. And so what that means is the proteins have not been folded properly or they have not, they're not in their ground state or they're not in an optimal protein state. So they're not in a, they're not in an optimal 3D sort of configuration. And uh, apparently these proteins play a big part in the functions of the human body. So there's been some research on them and we've a GPU grid because apparently these proteins are really hard to understand. GPU Grid is helping scientists to understand it and doing some research and some simulations with them. And uh, they seem to be making some models for certain stuff. So this is this is probably more or less intermediary science. It's not something that's very direct. And so this uh, this intermediary science could go on to help researchers in, that, in another field or another research project to move along their research. Um, but as far as I can see, GPU Grid has helped out a lot because uh, this stuff requires a lot of molecular dynamic simulations. And uh, yeah, just to think that a millisecond of simulating a protein can take up a huge amount of computing power. It's it's insane. Um, that's it. That's <laughs> uh, just me sipping my tea. All right, cool. Well, you stole my world community grid news, you little... <laughs> I was going to do sarcoma. Aw. Well, tell us about sarcoma then. Out too late now. You stole my thunder. I'm just gonna look at this beautiful picture of a fox. Fox looks very scared. All right, we. Well, that's all the news then. Just I got nothing else. Uh, so we can do the big news yeah. item, huh? All right, let's go. Folks, did you just we, slap your tea? No, the table. My cup's on the table, so maybe. <laughs> all right. Uh, so. We have been talking about the Boink Virtual Workshop for the past several weeks, and oh my god, we are finally ready to do it. And you guys here listening to this recorder are going to be ahead of the curve, because we're not announcing this till Monday, so this episode's not going to be up until after Monday. But help us put this thing together! Uh, we've got a basic outline, some basic themes. We, we have to turn the theme into a tagline. Uh, the theme is agency in a complex world. We want to be talking about how uh, Boink gives agency both to the scientists because it lets them do more science and to the individual because it lets them get involved in the scientific process. Uh, this theme highlights our intent to show people how, uh, how they can use Boink to contribute to humanity without anyone's permission. Just jump in and do it. Uh, we hope to use the, the, the workshop to introduce people who are not even familiar with distributed computing, don't even know it exists. Uh, and, and we want to introduce 
distributed computing to them through Boink. So we're looking at people who have just gotten into this medical stuff from like COVID projects, from Folding at Home, from Rosetta at Home, from all these projects that are working on COVID. Um, and we want to do, we, we have a couple of projects we know already. Uh, we, we've got some other stuff for presentations, but we want to have more than just projects present. We want to have community members present and talk. Uh, and we want to have like Delta, you and I should probably put something together. Uh, and, and it's gonna, it's gonna be a virtual workshop. So we want to have some fun with it as best we can. I did promise that I will be making pancakes, so I'm gonna be making some freaking pancakes during this thing. Um, so th that's that's what we want to do. There's also you know tutorials and workshops. We want to talk about development and get some educational material out there. We want to do some real marketing as best we can. Uh, and we want to get, we, it's a virtual workshop. There's no limitations to it, really. There's no geographical location uh, limitation. There's no like building limitation, anything like that. So we want to get as many people as we can in this thing, even if they just come for five seconds. They're just like, oh, okay, not interested. But they came, they they saw the name Boink. They got, the, the, they're exposed to it a little bit. They got it in front of their eyes for the first time, if nothing else. Uh, so this is being put together initially at the ground level by me and Matt uh who runs grid republic and uh but we now need to branch out and we need help uh we have uh a general idea of what we're doing organizing as you can tell but we need help putting this thing together on a technical level we need to figure out what software we're going to use how we're going to run it in that way and we're going to need people like on deck to during the production to help when issues come up because i mean come on issues going to come up um, we need help with public relations and outreach and marketing. If This is a huge one. If you have any experience with outreach, marketing, or PR and want to help put something together, like an actual PR plan for this workshop, uh, please, please, please be in touch uh, so that we can do something, as make it as best as we can. Uh, we're going to need help with science communication. So these are people who would uh, help projects get like their 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 thoughts down on a page in a palatable way so that people who aren't in Boink understand it. So a, a very obvious or a, a something like this that everyone knows of, but isn't obvious because we've been in it for so long. The term cruncher is like people who aren't in Boink don't understand what that is. So we, <laughs> we need someone who's like, okay, I get what you're saying, but someone who has never been in Boink or doesn't understand science is not gonna know what you're saying in this. Uh, and of course, you know, with the marketing stuff too, we also need like graphic designers. We're going to do like logos and stuff like that. Uh, but we're still at the very ground level of organizing this. So we need people to help put these teams together. And of course, we need some help doing logistics and planning, uh, just general organization tasks, stuff like that. Uh, all this information and more, uh, specifically how to get in touch, is at the website boinkworkshop.org. That's boinkworkshop.org. It's a little wiki. It's a placeholder. Uh, it sh basically says what I just said. You click uh, click here to join the conversation and you fill out a little Google form uh, and then we will uh, we'll get in touch with you from there. So this, again, we're not looking for presenters yet. We're looking for people to help put it together from the ground up, specifically PR personnel and technical personnel. Um, and then, you know, everyone else will, will build from there. We'll get going from there. So we're still several months out at least from putting this thing together, but the hope is we'll put it together and this can be an annual thing. So maybe once COVID has gone, 
we have a physical boink workshop and we also have a virtual boink workshop so Yay. we have both right so i still uh, want australia workshop <laughs> me too man so we will <laughs> what is this dj fisher cooking on tomorrowland main stage it's you yes. cooking pancakes at the boink workshop <laughs> absolutely i can't wait uh and if you have any just like good ideas or bad ideas there is no bad idea any ideas uh just get the get the discussion rolling uh in the discord or you can fill out the form and we'll have more uh direct conversations that way um but yeah reach out like who knows delta you talked about like trying to get a 360 degree camera for part of it uh, and doing yep. something fun with that like we want to make it fun and entertaining and and uh informative at the same time so uh yeah get involved boinkworkshop.org be in touch through one of the forums um or or this discord or twitter also we need someone to make slides so that the slides made from the projects don't look like they're made in 2001 with all those really terrible memes <laughs> right so uh the people who would help with slides we want the projects to have as much you know leeway as they can to do whatever they want but yes, yeah, so that would be like part of the science communications or uh, yes, yeah, someone to help a project put together stuff, any assets that they need. We need, we want people on deck to help them. So I am super pumped for this. We've spent the past couple of weeks, uh, we've met a, a good number of times, me and Matt, just talking it through, figuring out how we want to do it. Uh, and I think we've got a pretty good ground level ready to jump off from and get going. How can you jump off from ground level? You dig a hole. Okay. What else do you jump off of? <laughs> <laughs> Climb a ladder and jump off of there? Uh, I think right, you're right. What's next? That's it. I think Cruncher of the Week, we're out of here. Hold on, what about development? Oh, development. Yeah, you wanted to talk about some dev, dev stuff. Developers, 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 <laughs> developers, developers. Is that, is that Microsoft? Is that Steve? I can't remember, but it's funny. <laughs> no, that's not, what, <laughs> that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> Steve Ballmer. Thank you, Sack Pop. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, Delta? All right. Um, so I, uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm currently working on the Boink repository. So I'm actively working on issues within the Boink code. And uh, for this week, I will be talking about what I am uh, currently working on in the Boink uh, code, because it's pretty interesting. I have a pretty big project to work on at the moment. Uh, and uh, I'll also give you a little heads up of what else is going on in the Boink repository and in terms of development. So uh, what I'm doing for this week and probably for the coming weeks is I'm doing some refactoring. Uh, for those of you that don't know what refactoring is, basically someone has already made something and I am here to destroy it, hit it with a hammer, put it in the bin, recycle it, and then make something new to replace it. <laughs> but it's not that intense. If anything, I'll be hitting myself with the hammer trying to figure out what the hell this other programmer tried to do with all this code. Um, <laughs> but no, what, what I'm currently doing is I'm making the XML backend for Boink a lot more secure and a lot more standardized. So what that means is for any data that goes through in terms of configuration, in terms of uh, keeping track of things, in terms of organizing data on the uh, that's actually stored by Boink, for some of the data that's stored by Boink, I'm making sure that the code that's used to read it and write to it is secure 
and standardized. So secure comes from the fact that it is standardized and standardized is when you use an existing standard and bring it into the code rather than making your own standard or your own implementation because chances are that standard is more widely used than what you're actually using and it's more widely tested. So there's going to be a lot more security in that tested software. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I'm currently working on. And in order to do that, I'm actually writing some tests for the Boink software. So um, as far as I can see, there weren't that many tests for the Boink software. And basically what it means is when uh, before you compile a program and uh, set it all up ready for people to use, you might want to test certain parts of the program. Uh, and testing Boink would be one hell of a job. You'd have to get like probably 50 people or something on all sorts of different computers and get them to click all sorts of random buttons. No, programmers don't want none of that. Programmers want to be able to automate that. So <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm writing some tests to test the XML backend from Boink, which is the stuff I'm working on. And maybe that test will be used in the future. Uh, when they compile the code, they'll run all the tests and see if the tests pass. And if they do, great. If they don't, then they have to fix something. But uh, yeah, I'm currently working on those uh, what's called unit tests, and they will be included into the Boink repository. In terms of other development, um, we're still... Excuse me. You are not excused, sir! Hang <laughs> him by the teeth! Ow! Damn. What a way to get hung. <laughs> Unless you're pulling out your wisdom teeth. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. In terms of other development from uh, from Boink, uh, we're still working on the on the big milestone, and uh, I've noticed that there's a lot of Android development that's going on. So in the future, you might see some uh, Android fixes coming and some real improvements to the uh, Android software. Uh, but that's about it. It is slow work, although um, people contribute basically every day. Uh, it is quite slow, but hey, slow and steady wins the race. Sometimes, and uh, <laughs> it is uh, it is quite fun actually getting your name on a commit on software that's used by probably more than, or has been used by probably more than a hundred thousand people on the earth. So, uh, <laughs> being a part of the big picture is pretty fun. That is pretty cool. Uh, is... I'm gonna take a screenshot and print it out and put it in a frame and like put it up on my wall. <laughs> there you go. That was really neat. <laughs> Even though some of my changes were literally only one or two lines of code. <laughs> Hey, every line counts. Yeah, every line counts, and it can do the most craziest stuff. But anyway, uh, if you want to help out with Boink software and you don't know where to start, uh, you can always hop into the uh, Boink Network Discord, and you can talk to a great guy called Vitaly. Uh, he is—he's uh, one of the—he's one of the developers. He—I uh, think he goes around and manages pull requests and stuff like that. I don't know if he actually does. Um, full software, but he, he he is a great guy. He knows a lot about the Boink software, and he organizes a whole bunch of the development for uh, the Boink software, and I've been working with him, and he's been giving me tasks, and for my university semester, I have been doing a lot of open source software, and it is one of the best learning experiences I've ever had. Uh, I've I've learned so much from doing this uh, from doing this development because they teach you so much things. They teach you about Git. They teach you about programming. They teach you about reading comments. They teach you about commenting. They teach you about styling. It's uh, it's really it's actually quite rigorous, um, I must say. And if you want to uh, have that good learning experience and have that experience to put on your resume, come here and do it. Uh, there's a lot of tasks that need to be completed. Vitaly's happy to find some beginner ones if you're a beginner programmer. Um, or if you're a, a much more complex program and want to contribute a bit of your time, then have a crack at some of the harder ones. 
Um, we're in need of developers. We're always in need of developers. Uh, so if you want to come on, go for it. It's one of the best uh, programming experiences I've had. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, folks, <laughs> you got two call to actions right now. Jump on that GitHub repo, contribute to Boink's code base, or go ahead and get yourself over to boinkworkshop.org and uh, put in a f- fill out the form. It's like four questions to help with the Boink Workshop. There's so much to do. Or come in here, go join the Crunching channel, post a picture of your rig, and have a chance to win Rig of the Week. Yeah. Who do we got this week? I don't know. <laughs> I, I got to scroll up, too. Let's <laughs> still scroll up. This one faster. One. Oh, guys, where are your rigs? Come on. Here we go. Oh, Foxy. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, this is a corded mess. I love it. Can this be Rig of the Week? What? Uh, what? I'm posting it here. Oh, okay. It's the old photo. I'd say that's rig of the week. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, rig what of the week. That? <laughs> that's a good question. Coming from Call Me Foxy. Uh, she says that this is an old picture, but power strip power distribution is yet to be redone, waiting for when they get back vacation. Okay. I think that it definitely has to be redone. <laughs> <laughs> 44 ARM64 cores. Uh... Foxy, can you tell us what, what we're looking at? Yeah, for those of you that don't know what an ARM core is, uh, an ARM is a type of processor made by the ARM company. Uh, it's a low, uh, it's a uh, risk instruction set computing uh, platform. So it's a very small and simple processor. It doesn't take up much power uh, and it often runs on phones and Raspberry Pis. Yep. So this first picture, she sent us an updated picture. This first picture is, um, it is a bunch of stuff crammed into a little case. There is a uh, a section being held together by tape, it looks like. Uh, and the cable management is a bit out of whack. Looks kind of pretty, though. I like the color scheme. Is it just and me, this, or is some of the wrecks sagging? It looks a little saggy in places. But the second picture is a little <laughs> more organized. The tape is gone. <laughs> it looks as though things are put in their place. Uh, sorry to be giving you a little trouble here. I'm. It, it's, it's all good fun. Uh, so, uh, the cable management oh, it's 3D printed. looks impressive. Really? Oh, yeah, nice. That's why it's sagging, because of the heat. Okay. So we've got eight uh, Pine 64 2 gigabytes. We got one Pine 64 1 gigabyte. We have four 10X TX6 3 gigabytes. Uh, it's a TV box, just hacked to run Debian. Uh, we've got one Orange Pi Zero. It's a 32-bit ARM, mostly for monitoring, and it does have some 3D printed uh, stuff in it. So yes, that's why it's sagging, and it also has two switches. So and the uh, full thing, networking and crunching. Yeah, they just posted their. So you have 52 active tasks. Is this the rig for 52 active tasks? Oh, and it also comes with a meanwhile power supply, 5 volt, 12 volt. All right, so this one's 48 tasks. I'm just gonna. Not even guess which ones they are, but we got 19 for World Community Grid, 14 for TN Grid, 9 for Rosetta at Home, 8 for LHC at Home, and 2 for Universe at Home. Four of those are incorrect, but that's uh, that's an impressive little rig, to be honest. I mean, that is. <laughs> it's a it's like a little bird's nest. <laughs> uh, only 55 watts? Really? Wow. That's fantastic. You know? That's what just... ARM processors do. They love, they love power. Yeah, it's because the show looks in everything, man. All right. Well, Foxy, you win all that respect, all that honor, coming from Crunch of the Week here at Boink Network Radio. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sticking around. It's been a fun show. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to check out the Boink Repo or BoinkWorkshop.org if you want to participate in any of the things. Otherwise, yeah, Fridays, 5 p.m. Eastern, here on the Boink Network Discord server. See you later, Delta. See ya. <laughs>